Hello, this is Bill Summers. Hi, this is Mike Clark. Hi, this is Ingrid Lucia. Yeah, you're right. This is Dr. John. I'm Mulgrew Miller. This is Idris Mohammed. This is Bobby Bush. Hi, this is Harry Shearer. You're joining me and so many other discerning listeners. You are listening to the WWOZ Interview Podcast. And that brings us up to the present moment. We have some special guests in the studio. We have with us Big Chief David Montana. Yes, Big Chief, what's your time? Yeah, you're right. Well, we got the culture in the house today. We have with him Daryl, Daryl Davis, Rosie Rosado, the Big Fish, Jazz Fest Johnny. We got John. And in the corner, being cool, Nigel Hall. We got Nigel. Yes, indeed. All right, so we've got a bunch of great stuff to talk about. Uh, Family Fish Productions, under the directorship of the fish himself, John Driver, is putting on some great shows. First of all, starting tonight, there's a really hot Tuesday residency going on at Chickiwawa, right? Yes, sir. We've got the formidable in the house himself, Nigel Hall, with his all-star band, uh, if I'm correct now, uh, with Eric Vogel on bass. Yes, sir. Nigel on keys and vocals. Big D on guitar and Ray Weber on drums. What Uncle a Raymond. combination. Raymond. Uncle Raymond. Go ahead, Nigel. Uncle Raymond. Shouting out to Uncle Raymond. Where you at? <laughs> Uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to this. Everybody should come out tonight. It's going to be, uh, as James Brown would say, it's going to be a gas. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's Chicky Wawa at 2828 Canal. Yeah, we start at 8 o'clock tonight, so come on by. 8 o'clock. And that's going to be a residency, right? Yes, every for the Tuesday. Month? Every Tuesday for the every, month. Every Tuesday. Right on, right on. You're going to get to borrow Johnny Guitar Watson's guitar and have Big D play I'm it? I'm probably not going to do that. Come on, talk to Derwin. Yeah, I'll talk. To, I'll talk to him. Well, we'll see. He may not want to touch it either. That's, I mean, it's one of them guitars. You know, you open up. It looks like the Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. You know, you open up the case and it's just just it glows and, and <laughs> you know, and that's uh, that's one of them things that I'm gonna leave to them, leave to the guitar players. Now, Nigel, when I met you a couple of years ago, you were you were still living up in New York. How long have you been down here now? I've been down here since uh, last November. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in D.C. I grew cool. up in Washington, D.C. So I agree with you. I wasn't about talking you. about you. You can get I know paid. you were. I know you were. I would have I known if you were. I would say something about it. Just don't, talk, just don't start talking about the Redskins. I know I'm in Saints uh, country. But don't just, yeah, that's a whole nother. Four, <laughs> all I can say is 4-0. Oh. We, we, yeah. I know. I know. I know. Hey, I watched the game. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been down here since November and uh, – I think I was I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. They were like, "Well, how you like how you liking it down there?" And I'm like, "You know, it's the best decision I've ever made in my life for myself. So everything seems to work out here the way that it should. The stars always some somehow align. You know, for you to uh, you know when you put you put the energy out there, it always some about this place that picks it up and makes it happen for you. So yes, and so yeah, I'm not going nowhere." And for those of you who don't know, Nigel Hall is a great, great vocalist, keyboardist, composer. Fair, fair, fair. This is my show. You're great. All right? Deal with it. 
I said you're great. You're great. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Can you? Can, I, I know all you guys. Your voice in the tambourine right now. Can you give them a little taste of some Nigel Hall? Uh, a little acapella. They come goodness? down and see the show tonight. I just got out of bed, so I still got. <laughs> I still got that. I still got that thing in there. Come on, come on down and see the show, though. Tonight. All right. All right. And tonight, I'll, give all, I'll give it all to you tonight. Right. The whole month at Chicky Wawa. And one thing we know is, Nigel, you may be laying back, but the engines ain't scared. What you got? Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, we're going to kick it with some shallow water, little mama gang. We can get ready on a mighty great day. Shallow water, little mama. And when I get him to the top, I damn the fall. Yeah. <laughs> this station on fire right now. Yeah, you're right. Burning it up in the, the city. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Fire on the river. That doesn't make me think we're in Cleveland. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Big Chief David Montana. Yes, indeed. Laying it down. How, how long have you been masking, Big Chief? Well, I've been masking now. Back to masking maybe about uh, seven years. Um... The, the the time before that, ten years before I really got back to doing this, I uh I masked in ninety four. Ninety five Mighty Ground. My daddy died in ninety four, Edward mm-hmm. Montana. Mm-hmm. And I put the suit on that he was working on, I finished it. He wanted me to finish that suit. And when he was leaving to go to the hospital, he looked back and the look he had on his face is that you finish the suit, you wear this suit, don't let my work go in vain. And I picked the suit up and put it on. And what I did that for, the spirit just overtook me. So it took me 10 years after that. But then I decided, well, Uncle Tootie is gone. So now we got to bring New Orleans back together. You know, so I decided to do my thing. And here I am, all the way live. Yes, indeed. And carrying on a tremendous tradition from your family. Of course, your uncle, the chief of chiefs. Yes, sir. And and his brother, your father. Edward. Yes, indeed. Edward Alfred Montana. Yes, indeed. So this has been in your family for all the way back, huh? Yeah, way before I was born. Yeah. And I woke up one morning and it was all on the living room table. (laughs) Bead sequin, glue, everything you needed to do something with. And I was one of the kids that fumbled with it for so long. I used to live it, breathe and sleep it. And it helped me. It helped me become a craftsman in this city. And uh, I just want to give a little something back that made me the person I am today. Because your family were were craftsmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my daddy was a carpenter. He was a cabinet maker. He tile, floor tile. He did a lot of uh, carpentry work. Of course, Uncle Tootie was a master, plaster. You know, he did his work. And uh, his my man, uh, Daryl Davis' father, Farrell. Farrell was the best sheep rock in the city. Yeah, he was fast. Farrell, uh, it was Farrell Davis. So well, you, that's you his got, son you next guys to me right Daryl Davis, indeed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And you, so you guys built this city as well as building the oh, culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Daryl and I, our family is, is of the... Uh, I would say the Harrell family, my grandma, Mama Jean, great-grandmother. Darryl's, one of Darryl's great-great-grandmother was Mama Jean's sister. So it was like 29 people in that house, 1313 St. Anthony Street. That's where it all got started when I was a little boy. And on a mighty great day, we would rush down early in the morning to get there just to see the big chief come out. 
And not knowing one day I would be a big chief, but, you know, just go to show you, you know, just keep your head up and how things can change, you know. Now they all get together at, at Jazz Fest Johnny's house and wait for Big Chief David to come out that's of the right, door That's right, the that's right, that's right. 2527 DeSoto Street, that is, between Broad and, and uh, Dersion Wall. Right in the triangle, we at the old Indian trade post. From years ago, yes, indeed, yeah. right, back there, street, right near the road, street. road. That's yeah. right, that's right. That that's was the spot, old spot back in there, Shotgun Park. All that's mm. back up in that area. Yeah, so, so you, said you got I'm the in, spirit. I'm in the heart. There. Yeah, the spirit is all around me. I'm in the triangle of it. All right. and, and, and quickly, we've got listeners all over the world. Some of them may not be familiar with the Mardi Gras Indian tradition. Can you can you give them a quick breakdown of, of what your tradition is and what it's about and what it means to, well, to you I'll, and to this city? The tradition to me and my family was that, you know, we, we didn't participate in the Mardi Gras. The city adopted us as Mardi Gras Indians, but we are really carnival Indians because we remember Carnival Day. I remember Carnival Day because Claiborne Street had the trees, you know, all the way down. And when you would go down that way, you'd meet a few people going there. And it was just a beautiful thing if you was born in the early 50s. But uh, the Mardi Gras Indian on, on my side of the family came from a cat by the name of Piquet Baptiste. He was before the Montanas. That was the Montana's uncle. Then my grandfather, Alfred Montana, took a hold of it. He wanted to learn, and he learned it. Then he did it. Then Tootie, Edward, Edward did it. Then Tootie, you know, and then they got together. The two brothers, really, uh, Tootie and Edward are the, are the brothers that carried the, 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 the Mardi Gras Indians in the family from year in and year out. And all the children of the neighborhood and of the family, they taught them how to do the beadwork and the sequin work, the stonework. And we pick up a little bit from this one and that one, and that's how it all got started, you know, with me. But it was before me it got started with B.K. Baptiste years ago, before I was born. But it's an honor for me to be of the bloodline, you know, because... You know, it, we have so much to give to this city. You know, it's so much a talent. It's so many young people that's coming in the family that's doing things and learning more about the culture. So, you know, in, in my thing, in order to mash, you got to sow. And if you think you're finished, you got to sow some more. So, you know. Because you're never pretty enough. That's right. You're never pretty enough. And you know? got a story to tell. And you always got somebody on your heels that's trying to be prettier than you. Yeah, so, you know, but all the Mardi Gras Indians are pretty. All, every tribe, everybody. You know, I think if anybody put half the time as we put into our suits with their suits. You yeah, know, anyone you who's never seen that. seen the beautiful uh, artwork that is uh, Mardi Gras Indian suit making, beadwork, feather craft. Patchwork, beautiful, beautiful, amazing, one of the great... Well, we use designs. We don't do much patchwork as Uptown. They do a lot of patchwork. But I'm seeing guys starting to design suits from all over the city, mm -hmm. you know, because they, they're getting better. As time goes on, things are supposed to get better. They're mm -hmm. supposed to get prettier. Instead of 3D, well, they're going to and your, fam your, your family, your, your your uncle and your father were instrumental in, in raising the bar yeah, for, for yeah. suit making because of their knowledge from the building trades. They right, applied that in the right, suit making. Right. And, I, and I'm a jeweler in the city well, for 40 years. I yeah. come from Boudreaux Jewelers when they were on Baron Street. A lot of people don't know that about me, but those out there that don't know I'm a jeweler, you know, I do fine jewelry work. Where can and, they uh, find you exactly? Well, I'm 2527 DeSoto Street. All right. Right off of Broad, between Broad and Durgeon Wall. 
And um, we do try to get the kids together to, to learn the trade. So this is what we're trying to do is get us a little schooling going and teaching the trade to the youth so that they'll have uh, that's a, a way to escape the streets, too. Because it kept me out the streets a lot. When I was home, always beating in the yeah, living room. You had work to do. Yeah. You didn't always, have time yeah, to go got, and get I in trouble. I got time to fool around. The yeah. devil, you know, they say the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Right. So I don't want to work for the devil. Everything I do is about good. Every every mark I make is about good. If you read about me, you're going to read good. And that's what I want it to be for all the young black youths out there. You know, I'm speaking to the young guys. Put the guns down, man. Pick up the arts. Pick up the crafts. Pick up the horns. Pick up the, the needle and trade. There's so much power inside the needle and trade. You just don't know. I make a, a camel go through the eye of a needle when I finish. So, you know, pick that needle and trade up. Talk to somebody. Come see me. You know, I'm out there. I'm, help, I'm willing to help anybody that's willing to, to learn. Each one Teach one. That came from Tambourine and Fan. Jerome Smith. Yeah, he taught that. Each one teach one. And 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 you know, all that lives inside of me. All these great people live inside of me. Mama D, you know, Diane French, yeah. She lives inside of me. She's a great person. She she helps the youth. She's trying to help all the little black guys that's in trouble or being troubled, you know. She she stick out her neck for them and uh you know, I just want them to realize that and respect what she do for them. And turn your life around, young man. Get back to living again. This is a new world order, you know, coming from the chief, Chief David Montana from the Wichita Nation. And thank you all. Well, thank you for being here, Big Chief David. Yes, indeed. It's 3.32 p.m. You're listening to WWOZ-FM New Orleans. My name's Mark Stone. This is the Soul Serenade. We're here with Big Chief David Montana of the Wichita Nation. Big Chief, one by down, don't know how. Yeah, you're right. Nigel Hall from D.C. to New York to New Orleans, all the way. Everywhere. Everywhere. We got, we got Daryl Davis with his tambourine and his voice back there. Rosie Rosado with the big Jimbe drum, and the man who brought everyone in today, my friend for many years, the great John Driver, Jazz Fest Johnny. So, John, you've got a special event. You 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 came up with a really wonderful concept for uh, for expanding the parameters of traditional Indian music, which of course has been growing and growing in uh, the last many years. Thank you, Mark. This uh, Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra is what you, this Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra is what you're referring to. We're actually doing a show at Tipitina's Saturday night with an incredible lineup. Uh, of course, you just heard Big Chief David Montana. He uh, is uh, up front with vocals along with Bruce Sun Pie Barnes, and uh, we'll be here. They'll be leading the Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra at uh, at Tipitina's. Uh, we also have an incredible young uh, Francophile band from right here in New Orleans: uh, Sam and Jack Kraft and uh, Alexis Marceau with uh, Sweet Crude. Uh, they'll be playing the middle uh, set, and uh, the opening set will be from one of our own favorites. It's Helen Gillet, who uh, is also a cheller with the Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra. She'll be doing a solo set to open the show. Uh, earlier that evening, uh, David won't tell you this, but I'll tell you this, uh, at uh, the Art for Art's Sake uh, in the uh, Julia St. Charles area, er, area at uh, Aunt Sally's Pralines, uh, David, Big Chief, 
will be Montana will be honored, and the Wachita Nation will be honored with their art. They will actually have suits on display and beaded artwork, and uh, paintings and. Uh, uh, photography, all honoring uh, Mardi Gras Indian traditions, and basically they took the same uh, byline as the show, Parlez-vous Nane, Do You Speak Indian? And uh, this will be part one of a uh, of a part one and part two show starting at 6 to 9 in the uh, art district, the warehouse district, Julian St. Charles, 750 St. Charles, and move up to 501 Napoleon for uh, the musical encore with uh, Sweet Crude, Helen Gillet, and uh, uh, the Mighty Grandian Orchestra, or as we like to refer to them, the MGIO. Yes, indeed. Do you have a, a recording we can hear of the orchestra? No, I you? don't. I do not have any. We're actually making a live recording that night of all three acts, uh, so Parle Vunane will be recorded. I do have some Sweet Crude for you to hear. And uh, one other thing I'd like to mention now that we're talking, uh, I, I'm really taking advantage of this family fish hour. Uh, besides Nigel uh, beginning his residency tonight, we have the incomparable Ed Voker making his only fall appearance Thursday night with the Trill Mullocks with Joe Cabral and Michael Skinkus at Chickiwawa. So we've got, a, we've got a plate full of wonderful music for you, not only at Chickiwawa but uptown at Tipitina's. We'd like to welcome Nigel to his residency at Chickiwawa and hope it. Uh, and hope it lasts forever, and uh, uh, looking forward to honoring David at Art for Art's Sake and then having him perform again at Tipitina's uh, Saturday night, October 5th. Fantastic, fantastic. And let me ask you, uh, John, for people who don't know you, uh, not only do you have a long involvement in promoting music uh, in New Orleans and, and really uh, sharing your love for, for all the different musical cultures here, but you're also a master of the building trades. Uh, I'm uh, a marble mason. Yeah. Uh, yes, you are, and 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 you have an appreciation for uh, the architecture and artistry that goes into Mardi Gras Indian suit making. How do you feel on uh, on on Mardi Gras Day when you're at your house and you see Big Chief Chief David coming out with one of his new gorgeous creations for Carnival Day? Well, I, I get a little sneak peek along the lines, but, you know, I used to get up every Carnival morning and chase Indians, and lo and behold, I move right across the street from the what I think is now the Chief of Chiefs, uh, and David's uh, uh, humility is a... He's a very modest man, but he's an incredible metalsmith and jeweler, besides being an excellent craftsman and beater. And uh, it's a pleasure to watch his wedding cake layered tier three-dimensional, you know, designs. He's incredible. Not only does he take a flat panel and make it come to life, he'll make a flat panel or a patchwork panel come right on out of the foreground. And uh, I, I, he's just an amazing artist, and it's it's uh, it. I don't know. I'm a very fortunate man to live across the street and have him as a friend and neighbor. Thank you. Oh, of course, John and a friend of his, Mike, they do my stick every year. They, mm-hmm. they, love, the, they love the culture and they embrace, embrace the culture so great. You know, they want to be part of it, so I give them something to do. Every year, That uh, Mike is an excellent artist. He paints my stick and uh, he'll design different things in papier mache. That's yeah. with the newspaper and the wheat and yeah. uh he he designs whatever I ask him to do, he do it. He ever missed yet. Him and John is remarkable cats to be friends with, you know. They they love the culture, they embrace the culture. And I often say, Yo y'all out there, don't just talk about it, be about it. Yes indeed, yes indeed. So that's this Saturday Saturday, October fifth. 
Yep. At six to nine at, for the art for art's sake at Aunt Sally's Pro Lanes, and at ten o'clock starting with Helen Gillette, and then eleven Sweet Crude, and at midnight the Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra at five hundred one Napoleon at Tipitinas Uptown. Fantastic, fantastic, John Driver, Rosie Rosado, Daryl Davis, Nigel Hall, and the Big Chief David Montana. Yes, indeed. New Orleans for sure, right here at WWOZFM. Big Chief David Montana of the Wichita Nation here. Part of the Mardi Gras Indian Orchestra happening this Saturday at Tipitina's 501 Napoleon Avenue. Here with special guest Nigel Hall beginning his Tuesday night residency at Chikiwawa tonight at 8 p.m. Come get funky. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And in the center of it all, he's a quiet man, but he gets a lot done. John Driver, Jazz Fest Johnny. Thank you guys for coming in. And John, you brought me uh, this this little release by Sweet Crude by the Kraft Brothers and Alexis Marceau. And uh, are Alexis and the Samurai still doing their Monday residency? Yeah, they're doing their Monday residency. And uh, a Chicky Wawa also. They actually had a uh, an audition uh, show in uh, Lafayette this weekend, and I think they're going to be asked to play the Festival International as well as a, a Festival to Katie Ann this fall. So I'm real happy and proud of this uh, young bunch of stellar musicians. Fantastic, fantastic. Right here on WWOZ FM New Orleans, your jazz and heritage station, the greatest station in the known universe. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thanks for listening to our WWOZ podcast, bringing the voices of New Orleans to the world.